This is your host, Vernon Terrell with Grace Ministries International, and it's time for Walking Free. And what a great morning, at least for me as I'm recording this. Michelle and I got up really <laughs> early this morning. And uh, normally we don't get up that early. And it was like five uh, in the morning. And we said what any typical human might say early in the morning let's go out for breakfast. It's early. I said, yeah, let's do that. Let's just get up, sneak out, and and head out somewhere. And we named a particular restaurant. We said, hey, let's go over to um, this one restaurant, uh, Huddle House. Let's go do that. We get in the car, and we said, well, let's look it up and make sure they're open. Oh, they don't open till." Six. Oh, okay. Well, let's go to. Oh, I know what I want. Let's go to Cracker Barrel. Yeah. Well, let's make sure they're open as we're slowly going out of the neighborhood. They open at seven. Well, okay. So, oh, I know. Let's. We haven't been to IHOP in a while. Let's go to IHOP. Oh, well, they're closed right now, too. Well, who else is open? Well, we already knew the answer to that question of who who would be. You know who's going to be open at 5.30 in the morning. You already know the answer to this. Of course, Waffle House. And we love Waffle House. We were just going to do something different. And we said, well, I think the Lord just wants us to go to Waffle House. So we just, we had already gone down the street and we did a u-turn legal u-turn by the way <laughs> and we and we just meandered on down to waffle house said yeah this would be awesome we love waffle house so we pull in there no one's there well a policeman <laughs> actually pulled in right before us and uh and went in for a coffee and we went in there and said, yeah, we're going to get this All-American. We're going to split it. We're not big eaters. And got our coffee and just sat there, enjoyed each other. And the gentleman that was uh, managing that location, uh, running it and also cooking and doing so much there, I just, something seemed familiar uh, about him. And I'd look at him, and he was just being kind and just, you know, energetic and taking our order and wonderful. And then I, I just, I turned to Michelle and I said, I know him. <laughs> I know him. And, and I gave, I said, this is, I, I said, this is so-and-so. I just know it. And she said, you're going to say something. I said, oh, yeah, yeah. But I had to close my eyes, and I wanted to listen to his voice. And I recognized that voice. I said, this, I know 
this is who it is. So he came back around and I said, can I ask you a question? What's your name? He goes, well, I go by this, but this is my name. And as he was about to say it, I said, hello, so-and-so. And by the way, your twin brother, so-and-so. He goes, who are you? How do you know me? <laughs> and he said, because you look familiar. And it turns out we knew each other 45 years ago in a youth group. Uh, he was a little older than I was. And we just started talking. It's like, it clicked. Yep, he knew me. I knew him. And it was like, yep, we got this. We knew it. And we just started reminiscing on a couple of things. And and I introduced him to Michelle. And um, we just had a great conversation. And uh, he got to encourage us. And we were encouraging him. And And when I think about that, it brought me back to uh, a verse that it just came to my mind. And the idea and concept of walking, uh, just walking in Christ. And again, I've, I always say it, you know, we need to stop talking and start walking uh, in our faith. And... Uh, Talking is fine, it's awesome, there's a place, but sometimes we need to just walk, walk it out. And and I want to encourage you, every podcast, to walk out your faith and ask the Lord, what does that look like for me? One of our favorite verses on this podcast, Colossians 2, 6, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in in him. How did you receive Christ? Well, you received him by faith. So how are you to walk by faith? And I'm not saying every time, you know, something weird happens and it's just always the Lord, but you know, often it is. The Lord didn't want us this morning to go to IHOP. We love IHOP. He didn't want us there. He didn't want us at Cracker Barrel. He didn't want us at Huddle House. He wanted us to make a U-turn and get over to Waffle House, enjoy our time together, eat our breakfast, and connect with someone that we haven't connected with who happened to be at the Waffle House by my house someone whom I haven't seen in 45 or so years. Isn't that amazing? Say, oh, that's coincidence. Maybe I just choose to believe it's the Lord. And, and our walking in him is to be open, flexible. We could have gone to this other place. It was going to open. Probably by the time we got there, it would have opened in about 10 more minutes. And we said, no, you know, let's just go as the Lord is opening the door. It was already open at Waffle House. And let's see, let's see what the Lord's going to do. And he just connected us. 
with this wonderful gentleman that, uh, again, we were able to share uh, and encourage each other. And I think that's what walking in him is all about. Not necessarily eating at the All-American at Waffle House, but it's about just listening, trusting. That's walking in him by faith, knowing he's got it all in control, all of this under his control. We don't have to fret and worry and nothing wrong with planning. You're going to plan your meal. Awesome. Go and trust the Lord in your planning. But I want to encourage you that the Lord is always working in sometimes seemingly random ways and places. The Lord is always at work. The Lord is always loving you. The Lord is always encouraging. The Lord is always working through you. He, Wherever you are, there he is. And he wants to share his grace and love through you. That's what this life is all about. You know, we were, we were talking in, about cleaning up, and he had uh, downsized into a townhome, and, and we heard some of his story. Uh, he was like this incredible football player and wrestler and won all these medals and broke records. And uh, he said, yeah, I threw a lot of the trophies away. Because I took pictures of them. Just for memories, but, you know, running out of storage. What are we going to do with all those trophies? And if you have a place and you really enjoy them, we'll showcase them. That's fine. But as I was cleaning out my basement and cleaning out some things, I've been throwing a lot away. Michelle and I have been cleaning house. And if something is memorable, taking pictures just as a memory or to share with my kids. But that old drum major trophy I had, well, I think I still have that one. But in some of the other little trophies, I think I got mostly like the Good Sportsman Award. <laughs> I don't think, I never really got any, um, you know, he broke this record in track and field. Yeah, you won't find those. But I did find my, uh, good sportsmanship award in my uh, young baseball years. I took a picture of it. Why did we accumulate and, and just hold on to all that stuff? Maybe because it's, it's a sense of who we are. It's a sense of our where we were. It's memories. It's We want to share that. Um, it's a part of our identity uh, in this in this body, this human existence. Nothing wrong with it, unless we really hold on to it and and we don't move on from it. Enjoy it. It's part of our growth, but we're not held back by it. Paul tells us in Colossians that as you've received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted and now being built up in him. That's that word built up. It's like that superstructure. You're building on 
this, this foundation, this superstructure in him, established in your faith. That's firm and it's so reliable that it inspires confidence. And he continues, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. That's what I want to encourage you uh, with uh, today as you go along and go about your day. Keep your eyes open. Uh, If the Lord, if the light's red, you're in a certain place, you can't go the exact way you wanted to go, well, that's okay. Just go with it. Um, Or as my friend Sue would say, she knows I say this all the time, kind of go with the flow. Right, Sue? <laughs> uh, and, and I think we, that's, that's a good, that's a good uh, idea to keep in your mind. Go with the flow. You know, the Lord is in control, and he's, he's guiding all the circumstances, and we don't have to have it all figured out. Sometimes you just need to go with it. And yes, I know there's times where, where we are seemingly swimming upstream and there are those unique times, but, you know, walk, walk uh, in him the same way you received him by faith. You didn't know exactly what you were doing, didn't know what you were getting into, you didn't understand it all, but you received him, you believed him, you heard, and that's what I like about uh, in uh, Romans chapter 10, and you you know, Paul is talking and uh, giving the gospel, sharing the gospel, uh, how, you know, we need to call on him. He even uses these, these, this idea of confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart. He says, but you know what? You can't really confess or call on him unless you believe. Um, in fact, he says it this way in verse 14, how then will they call on him? or confess him, verbally acknowledge him, in whom uh, uh, they have not believed. So it's it's coming to faith in believing him, which elicits this, I'm going to call and receive that salvation. But he continues in this verse, how then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And How will they believe in him in whom they have not heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? And how will they preach unless they're sent? He says, it's just like it's written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news of good things. Your feet are beautiful when you share the good news of Jesus Christ. And I want you to share wherever God, wherever you're walking, be that light of sharing the good news. In verse 16 of Romans 10, Paul says, How, however, they did not all heed the good news. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed our report? You know, and some won't, and that's okay. There's many I've talked to who just don't believe, will not believe. Uh, uh, despite my quote 
unquote best efforts and persuasion and and intellectual uh, what what I think is intellectual logical reasoning they just don't they choose not to and that's okay um, that's their choice and we need to respect that they're not all going to heed it he says Paul says in verse 17 so faith comes from hearing and hearing by the word of Christ or the word concerning Christ so I want you to be willing to and open to share your faith that may just be a piece a story the goodness of God an encouraging word uh, perhaps it's just listening uh, to someone else's story and encouraging them in their journey. Uh, that's how that will actually help grow their faith. And by the way, it grows your faith uh, as well. And that's all, that's what walking by faith is all about. It's walking by faith. It's sharing our faith. It is it is encouraging one another in the faith. That's what this life is. It's not the trophies that we garner and we put in boxes eventually, or if we have room, we put them in a showcase. It's not that. It's about who are we impacting? Who are we encouraging along the journey? And are we holding fast to our own profession of faith? looking to the one who loves us, looking to the one who provides for us, looking to the one who is our all in all. I love this life, complete with its messes, with its challenges, with its ups and downs and the pain of loss. I love this life because Christ is my life. And he is there with me through every triumph and every failure, every victory, every crazy circumstance that hits me. He is with me always. And so I encourage you to open your eyes and look for him and everything. Look for his guidance. We're just laughing. Well, thank you, Lord for just bringing me to someone that I'm at 5.30 in the morning that we could go and connect with. I, did we make some grandiose impact? I doubt it. I don't know. We're just following. We're just going and, and enjoying how the Lord leads. Where is he leading you today? Oh. Uh, where is he prompting you to go? It just comes into your mind and says, oh, well, maybe, what about this? Uh, that's where I'm going to go today. And, and by the way, that is not to say that planning your day is bad. Remember, plan, uh, a man, <laughs> plan, a man plans his way, but the Lord directs each step. So I encourage you to plan your way, but then let him, let him direct those steps. Let him change and, and tweak the plan a little bit. Uh, and then just rejoice in it. Don't get uptight about it. It's not worth it to get uptight about it. Just go and, and, and if you work your plan, if it works out the way you thought it would, awesome. But be open to the redirection. 
be open to his direction. So, Paul ends Colossians 2.6 again with, Therefore, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him by faith. The same way, just Lord, I'm walking. I don't know. I don't understand it all, but here we go. I'm going to walk. And for many of you, it's like, Lord, what is that step today? That's what all of us really, not. we should be saying, Lord, what's the step? Uh, what step do you want me uh, to take today? To not just talk about my faith, but to walk it in kindness, in love, in my finances, in my relationships. Lord, what goals do you want me to set? It's 2023. Where do you want me to go this year? And Lord, just show me some direction and and start planning and seeking and seeing uh, uh, where, where the Lord may be leading. I don't know what that is for you. Relationally, financially, socially, career-wise, don't know. See, it's, it's an exciting journey. As you receive Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in him, having been firmly rooted. Are you firmly rooted? in him are you have you placed your roots deep into christ have you let that um faith that faith take root knowing that he is your life knowing that you've been radically transformed that's how you are firmly rooted where he's it it's true for me the transformation worked. The cross actually worked. The resurrection is real because he placed my old self in him and I died. I was buried. I was raised up brand new in Christ. I'm no longer a sinner. I'm now a saint. I was a slave. Now I'm free. I am victorious in him. I was unholy. He's made me holy. I was unrighteous. He made me righteous. I was unloving. He made me loving. You're a lover. That's who you are, and that's being firmly rooted that our actual identity is now in him. And there's so much. I'm forgiven. I don't have to keep trying to get what I've already got. I've got it. I can own it all because of him and his grace. And now being built up in him, in verse 7. Being built up in him. That superstructure that's going to exclaim and express his very life. He's using me as that building. I'm the vessel, and you're the vessel that is now expressing his life in so many ways, he's building that in you and through you, upon you. And you are established, reliable, secure in your faith. And you say, Vernon, that's not where I am right now in my journey. That's okay. 
then focus on being firmly rooted. It's not where you are in the journey. It's just that you're on the journey. There's no scale of 1 to 10 in terms of spirituality that you're being graded on. You've already got an A because Jesus passed the test. You got an A+. So you can put that aside for the moment. You passed the test. You made the grade. Relax. Let him build on you. And your responsibility is to put those roots down firmly in him. You see, sometimes we want to put our roots and really rest um, uh, and try to get our source of life. That's what the roots do. The roots are drawing life. And where are your roots? Are your roots just in your kids? Are you trying to draw life uh, from your kids? Are you trying to draw life from your spouse? Are you got your roots so much in your spouse you're choking them out? Where are you putting your roots? Are your roots just so much into that home that if anything happened to that home, you're, you're just totally uprooted? Or are your roots firm, firmly founded in Christ and firmly placed in him as your source? That's where our roots should be, drawing life from the only one who has life the giver of life, the true water of life. We want to put our roots firmly in him. And if you find roots trying to go and get life from somewhere else, it's good to cut that off. And let's put those roots firmly just in the one who loves us and who said, if you drink from this well, it's life everlasting. Where are your roots? And if, you're, and if you have been rooted and you, and you understand your identity in him, then keep those roots, roots firmly planted in him, drawing life from him. We don't have expectations of uh, what God owes us or what life owes us. Our expectation is Christ in him alone, that he loves us, that we're safe in him. The world is not always safe, but he is always with me. When the world comes against me, when my family comes against me, when my job goes away, he never does. Having been firmly rooted And now, as you're firmly rooted, being built up in him, he builds up upon us, in us, and through us, and we become established in the faith where we inspire confidence, not just confidence for ourselves, but toward and to others, just as you were instructed and overflowing with gratitude. That is beautiful, is that no matter what your circumstances, you're overflowing with gratitude because Christ is your life.
because he is your source, because you're rooted and grounded in him. And you're grateful. You know, when I look for folks for, at Grace Ministries, I want grateful hearts. I want humble hearts. I want kind hearts. I'm not looking for folks who know the book of Romans backwards and forwards and who can quote me every identity verse in the world, in the scripture. (laughs) I want someone with a grateful heart. I want those who are kind in spirit, humble in spirit. Isn't that who you want as your friend, as your mentor, as your guide? Isn't that what you want in relationships, those who are overflowing with gratitude? Be that person. It's as my pastor would say, especially those who are dating, be the one, the one you are looking for is looking for. Be that one who is rooted in Christ. Be that one who is being built up on by the omnipotent God of the universe who is choosing you to build on, choosing you to express his life through, choosing you as his temple, his living structure that is expressing his life and love to a hurting world. You be the one that is overflowing with gratitude. Doesn't mean you're always happy. Doesn't mean you've got this, oh, I'm always positive. I think positive is, is it's not, that's a good thing. But you know, sadness and grief is part of the journey. Be free to grieve. And you can grieve knowing and being grateful that you have a Heavenly Father who's with you. But it still hurts, right? Whatever triggered or caused that grief, it hurts. And you can be grateful that your Heavenly Father is there with you in the grieving, in the joy, in the, uh, in the, in the fun time, in the sorrow. So I encourage you in your walk that you would, as you received him, that you would walk in him, that you'd be flexible and go with it and look for the opportunities and say, Lord, is, are you, is that, Lord, did you do that? Did you really bring me here to the Waffle House? Did you want me to, con- is that really him? Wow, it is. And then if you're an introvert, and I am, Lord, give me the courage to speak up and just, I don't know what to say. Tell me what to say. You know what my incredible opening line was? Can I ask you your name? There it was. That was was insightful. It just sparked a conversation. Ask the Lord to give you the courage to say whatever goofy words, don't worry about it. Don't say you could have said it better or not. Just walk by faith and trust him. Overflow with gratitude. And if you think you screwed it up, 
to laugh, say, Lord, thank you that you'll even use that because you will. So again, you know what? I want you to enjoy today. Have an awesome week. And as we always say, don't just talk about your faith. Don't just talk about, I'm going to go do this, or it's time we need to set goals, or you know what? Stop talking and start walking. You've been listening to Walking Free, a production of Grace Ministries International in Marietta, Georgia. For more information, go to our website at gment.org. That's G-M-I-N-T dot O-R-G.